Hi, welcome to The Circle Makers. This is a podcast for dreamers and believers that are ready to pray circles with boldness and specificity around their lives. My name is Rachel, and I will be on this journey with you as we look to enrich our prayer walks and lives through connection, purpose, and prayer. All right, let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode on The Circle Makers. I know, I didn't expect to be doing this episode right now either. (laughs) Um, I said I was taking a break last week as I'm still reaching out to potential guests for the pod. And while I do that, I felt I was being to, I was being called to do something that I could share with all of you. Um, In an encounter with a mentor of mine, she was asking me what changed for me when I began to be fully invested in faith. And I found myself struggling to keep it brief. So much of my story and testimony in its entirety is the answer to that. And there were other instances uh, these past few weeks that I felt were pointing me in this direction of sharing my testimony. I will preface, this is not a secret spilling or juicy details kind of episode. This is a story of love and forgiveness, not a story of dwelling on mistakes. Um, I will be sharing some things that others might consider taboo or scandalous, and I'm sharing them because we, as Christians, are called to be forthright in our sins with fellow believers. And I believe that our testimony has mistakes and our sins in them because we are sinful and flawed and broken human beings. So I just wanted to preface all of that. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm sharing my testimony. Okay, let's dive in. All right, so let's start from the beginning with a little bit of context. I was born and grew up in Little Rock, Arkansas. So in the Bible Belt, the South. Um, (laughs) I grew up in a very Christian conservative family. I was raised in the Christian faith and attended church throughout my life. Uh, I have an older brother and two younger sisters. And nothing drastic happened in my life. People would always talk about the power of God and having a relationship with your Holy Father, and I had no idea what that meant. Instead, I adhered to a different doctrine. I followed the one of the good girl. I felt like all I needed to do to be a good Christian was to not do bad things, not to curse, not to hang out with people who did anything illegal, not lie and not cheat, be a good friend, not talk about myself too much, etc., It all felt weird to me. I didn't know why I believed that God existed. Did I really believe that there was this holy being in the clouds taking care of everything on earth? I didn't know. Uh, So I went off to college in the big city of Chicago. (laughs) I was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed with a major goal in mind. What do I truly believe? As most young undergrad students do. I experimented with partying and drinking, having sex, doing drugs, spending money frivolously, hello, Um, not thinking too much about my actions or other people and the consequences of my actions. I followed the path that others were taking because of how busy my school schedule was and not necessarily seeing the need. I didn't go to church. Ultimately, I felt guilty about it. I felt like I was a bad Christian. I felt like I was letting my parents down. And 
I wanted this faith to be mine. I wanted, I wanted to believe in God, but I didn't know how to get there. After my freshman year at school, I came home for the summer to do work and to do shows in theater. I was constantly in an agitated state. I was upset almost all of the time, feeling like I was letting my family down and that I was mistreating the people in my life. Um, The boyfriend that I had at the time, I cheated on him and I felt so guilty about it, I broke up with him immediately. And then I started sleeping with the person that I cheated on my boyfriend with and endured a toxic relationship with that person. And I felt trapped. I felt so filthy in my sins. And then God showed up. One day at my temp job, my skin turned highlighter yellow and my insides ached and I couldn't eat. Over the next few days, my body started to deteriorate. I could barely function. I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I couldn't walk. I had a fever of 104 degrees. I was admitted to the hospital. The first day I spent there, I was in the ICU. Doctors looked at me and said that it was likely I wouldn't make it. I spent the next four weeks of my life there as doctors would come in and poke and prod and pry information. And then I was finally diagnosed with an autoimmune disease with a life expectancy of 45%. I underwent chemo treatments and other various medical procedures to nurse me back to a stable point. But what I know more than anything was that prayer saved my life. There were so many people across the country and even located in some different countries who were praying for a miracle. Um, My parents and my family members um, kept telling me that people were praying over me. And I didn't, I, I knew people were praying for me and I was grateful, but I didn't know why so many people were covering me in, in prayer. I felt like, me being in the hospital, that I had brought this upon myself. I felt like I should have died in that hospital, and I was confused as to why I didn't. I was very aware of the mistakes I'd made, the horrible things I'd done, and I felt like I had been given every chance to pursue God. From being in that hospital, though, I knew God was real. If he was bringing me back to life, he had a plan for me, and he was going to use me in some way. And I I wanted to find out. Fast forward, I returned to school, and I picked up where I left off. I was healthy enough to withstand most of the physical requirements for my degree, so no one there knew what I had been through. Wanting to get connected in a church and start pursuing God, I attended Sunday services at different churches in the area, and for some reason, I was having difficulty making time to go, um, getting connected with a small group, and finding a home church, and ultimately, I just felt discouraged and just as lost as when I first came to the city my freshman year. I fell back into old habits, uh, freely sleeping with people without a second thought, And then I found out I had gonorrhea and chlamydia because of how careless I was being in my sex life. I felt like I was back at square one. I felt guilt and shame all of the time. I was depressed and anxious and 
felt like I was letting people down again, even if they didn't know the specific details of what was going on. I struggled to make friendships last and struggled finding and creating community. The pandemic hit and knowing I would be at home, I figured I could finally take the time to work on myself. I attended church services and continued school online. I visited my family at home over the summer. Um, Come June, July, I started dating somebody. I set out with clear intentions with this person, something I'd never done before. Um, I'd feared doing that before because I didn't think anyone would agree or think I was worth it. Truth is, I didn't think I was worth it. I told this guy I wanted to date someone who believed the same things I did, that I wanted to date someone with the potential of it going somewhere, and that family was super important to me. He agreed, and um, things were going well. And I feared it ending. So I one night I asked something so specific and bold from God. I wrote it down in my prayer journal, and I prayed it aloud before God. I told God that I didn't want any more start and stop flings or relationships anymore. I asked God that if this relationship had a future with this person, um, to let it continue. But if it didn't, to protect my heart and let it end where it was. The very next day, this guy calls me up and breaks things off with me um, because of kind of unclear reasons. You know, when somebody gives you like a whole list of things and you're like, these don't really make sense and there's something else going on and you just feel it, you just know. That's what kind of happened. I I didn't question it too much, um, but ultimately I was stunned because it came out of left field for me. Um, I was overjoyed that I got a specific answer from God, but I was also deeply upset. For some reason, I felt like this might be pointing to a deeper flaw in me that, you know, this didn't, this relationship didn't work again. But I looked at the situation and I thought, I am coming up short again. How can I be so unlovable? Why is my way not working? Why do I keep failing at this? I knew something had to change. Me. I had to change. I stopped making excuses for not attending church online. I continued to sign up for small groups through church, even if they never reached out to me. I I started reading devotionals every single day, devotionals that engaged me um, in the word, in the Bible. I knew at this point, if there was life to be lived through God, I was going to have to fight to make it happen. Whatever, however God was going to lead me, I was going to obey. And that's when a relationship formed. That's when I started trusting him. That's when I started to get to know him and love him, not only as a father and friend, but as the most important love in my life. I got plugged into a small group and we read a book (laughs) called The Circle Makers. 
the book talked about our walk through prayer and how to enrich that. And I started to pray fervently for many things, but a few in particular were representation with an agency right out of school and to start working in film and TV professionally, a vaccine by December 31st, the end of the year, and to return to uh, my home church um, in Little Rock, Arkansas to give my testimony. Um, the last thing was something I didn't realize God had put on my heart long before I even came into relationship with him. Uh, I have endured some great heartache in my time, loneliness, illness, sexual sin, lust, materialism, selfishness, cheating, lying, sneaking around. Those things that came from me (laughs) broke my heart in such a way that I thought I would never be put back together. And I sit here telling you this testimony as someone who continues to struggle with battles of sin in their life. Um, battles of lust and materialism and trying to plan everything out in my life and uh, among so many other things judging people and um, not accepting people sometimes and and those are things that I am working on with with God and he has shown me that the more I lean into him and rely on his strength and not mine he will guide me through those things And those will no longer be a crutch. I will no longer judge people, but I will learn to love them and give them grace that they they need and the grace that I need and that I can give them. And even though I have struggled with those things through my testimony, I need you to know God loves you no matter what. No matter what. By the world's standards, by religion's standards, my sins have exceeded the quota. But God has forgiven me, and I am covered. He has you covered. He created you, and he loves you. As much as you try to run away, as much as I tried to run away, God does not have a life of punishment destined for us. He has plans to prosper us and plans to give us everlasting life. And you might be saying, okay, Rachel, that's great and all, but how do I do that? How do I do that when I feel far from God, when I feel like he's nowhere near me? Three things. Three things that have helped me incredibly. (laughs) And I've talked about them before. But I'll break them down again. Intentionality, perseverance, and posture. Start to meet with God every day and read your Bible every day. And I know that sounds big. I know that sounds like a big ask. I thought it was too. Meet God and tell him that as he is there with you, you are there with him. Ask him to reveal his truth to you. And if you feel yourself nodding, not wanting to meet with him, say, Hey, creator, I don't want to be doing this right now, but I know you are my father and I know you have a plan for me. Open my heart and posture it to receive your word. Change my spirit to welcome this into my heart. I'm seeking relationship with you. God tells us that if we ask, 
it will be given to us. Seek and we will find. If we knock, the door will be open to us. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. For which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Matthew 7, 7 through 11. And if you start to do this and you feel like it's not working or this is getting old, I want you to focus in on what I'm about to tell you. God is not some entity sitting on a cloud. He is at work. (laughs) He has an awesome plan, an incredible plan. It's in the workings right now. And God wants you to hop on board. If you don't step into God's plan, he will do his plan without you. And God is fighting for you. He's got his angels fighting so many unseen battles for you right now. But we have to fight too. It's just like working out. If you don't at least get yourself to the gym or to your living room to do an at-home workout, you don't work out. And if you don't work out consistently and with intention and with persistence, you won't be ready for hot girl summer, okay? Um, (laughs) Y'all, there is so much life and joy and happiness to be found in relationship with your Heavenly Father. I'm telling you, there is nothing keeping you from a relationship with him. There's nothing keeping you from a relationship with him. The times my selfish desires and proud spirit have stood in the way of me stepping into relationship with God are countless. (laughs) And it still happens to this day. Sometimes I'm like, God, I got this. And he's like, uh, no, you don't. (laughs) Come back to me when it gets hard and let me know how it's working out for you. And either I come back to him later, my pride wounded and completely humbled, thanking him for his goodness and showing that I can't do it alone. Thank goodness he is there to help us. God, Christ Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Or... What happens is I stop in that moment, fully aware of my sin and need for God, and say, okay, (laughs) you're right. And I'm not here to tell you that every day is going to be sunshine and roses. It's not going to be like that. Following God is hard, but it is the most fulfilling and beautiful life you will ever live the end (laughs) that's uh, that's what I got for you today um there is so much so many more details to my story um but I didn't want this to be a long episode I didn't want you to feel like I was making this about me but I wanted to come forward with the things I have done the things that I have walked through And the fact that God still loves me, despite all those things. I think we get so trapped up in this idea that there there are things that are going to keep us from God. There's nothing that's going to keep you from God in a relationship with him. He loves you. He loves you no matter what. So, as always, I'm going to end in prayer. Um, And I just want to 
say again how much I love hearing your testimonies. I love hearing that. I love hearing what your what excites you about these podcasts, um, the feedback you have, literally anything. Um, you can always shoot me an email at R-A-E-C-A-F, as in Friday, F as in Friday, E-Y at hotmail.com. Um, or you can leave a review. Um, I would love to hear what what you're learning in this time with God and maybe how you enjoy this podcast or just what you're walking through. Um, if you have any prayer requests, you can also reach out to me. I pray over you guys all the time, um, (laughs) more than you know. Uh, and In this season of life, I am stepping into another scary but exciting bit. Um, I am, you know, like I've said before, I'm reaching out to potential guests. And this podcast is small right now. And I'm, I'm not trying to rush along the process of growing this and expanding community through this and using this for God's glory and his platform. Like, I don't want to rush his plans and make it my plans because I feel like so many times I want to do that but I also don't want to hesitate on anything and just be sitting in prayer because as valuable as prayer is there is only so much praying we can do until it's time to step into action so again so I'm if you have anybody that you know that you would like to hear on this podcast who has a heart for prayer let me know um I would love to know who they are so maybe I can reach out to them or maybe if you have um an incredible testimony and story on prayer I would love to hear your story um and I hopefully will have somebody by the end of this month or oh wait the end of this month is like it's this week oh my gosh I'm an idiot um (laughs) I don't know what day it is. I don't know where I am. I'm so busy. I can't see straight sometimes, but that's okay. I'm here. I'm alive. Um, <laughs> so I, if you want to pray for somebody, pray for me. Um, <laughs> uh, I am okay, but it it is a lot. It is a lot. I don't know what day it is. But anyways, um, I'm so glad you listened to this podcast um, and tuned in today. I hope you feel encouraged by what I had to share and if you have any questions please do not hesitate um I am still learning as I am still very much an infant in my faith but I would love to walk alongside you and discover new things with you and so that either you grow or we both grow in the process I would love that All right, so I'm just going to pray for you guys now, and we'll go on with our weeks. Dear Heavenly Father, (laughs) I thank you so much for bringing, bringing us to this time. God, I was so scared to step into this episode. Um, So scared to put out there the sins and the past mistakes and the failures that I have endured in life in this short time that I've had on this earth. But God, God, you've forgiven all of that. You have covered me and claimed me in your name and in your blood. 
of Christ Jesus. I'm forgiven for everything that I've ever done. and You will continue to forgive me when I fall into sin and temptation. God, I thank you for that. I praise you for that. God, you are so good. You are so good all the time. You have plans to prosper us and give us a life. Not only daily life here on earth, but eternal life. And it's going to be hard, but God, it will be good. I just pray for everyone who came to this podcast today. I pray that you would encourage them, that they would feel that they either learned something or um, feel lightened in this time, knowing that you love them and you have a plan for them and you want a relationship with them and that they don't have to fix themselves before they come into relationship with you. Sometimes it happens at the very end of ourselves. A lot of times it happens when we are at the very end of ourselves and we can't do it anymore. And God, if there's somebody listening to this right now and they are ready to step into relationship with you, but they are scared, God, would they would just feel a peace come over them and they would just meet you after listening to this podcast. They would fall to their knees and just say, Appa, Father, I want a relationship with you. I know that you are fighting for a relationship with me. God, build a spirit within me to fight for a relationship with you. And God, that they would not feel frightened. They would not feel scared. And God, that you would speak to them. You would move your Holy Spirit in and through them to change their life forever. God, you are so good and you are so wise. We do not deserve a father who is so kind and loving and forgiving to us. And we thank you for that. God, I ask that as we continue to go about our weeks, that you would continue to open our eyes to the things that we might be blind to, to the things that we might be ignorant to. God, that you would bring the truth to life and so that we can continue to seek justice for our communities that are suffering in this country, in countries far away from ours where we don't even have any reach, but maybe just through our digital devices and through the internet, God. God, we continue to pray over the people in Texas who are suffering right now, who don't have power, who don't have heat, who don't have water. God, would you just bring peace over those people right now and that, God, you would give, you would give our leaders the wisdom, your heavenly wisdom, because man's wisdom is flawed and broken. But God, you would bring your wisdom to our leaders so that they would lead and they would help these families who are struggling right now. God, our country is going through a lot and we just come before you and we ask for healing. We ask for peace. We ask for a break. I think a lot of us are really tired in this time. And God, I just thank you and I praise you for this darkness, this dark time, because God, we wouldn't be able to see your light if there wasn't darkness. And I pray all this in your son's name. Amen. And we're at 30 minutes almost. (laughs) I always tell myself that I'm gonna, it's gonna be like less than 20 minutes, but then I pray for like seven minutes. I apologize. Um, I, that's just what happens when (laughs) the Holy Spirit (laughs) gives you a hard prayer. (laughs) 
when this becomes your passion. Um, I just thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I say this all the time. This is just as much of a journey for me as it is for anybody else. Like I'm still learning how to enrich and grow my prayer walk and life. And it truly is what sparked my relationship with the Lord. Um, and it is so fulfilling and it's hard. Some days I get up and I'm like, I I don't want to do this. I don't want to meet the Lord. Like I don't see the value in this and whatnot. And I have to ask for the Lord to humble me and bring me to that place of, of needing that and truly seeing the value in that. And sometimes you just push, push forward and you just are diligent with it and you just, you just meet him every day and you ask for him to change your spirit. Um, thank you again, friends. I hope you have a wonderful week full of joy and peace um, amidst this chaotic season. Um, I hope the sunshine will melt away the ice and snow and, um, you know, you can get some of that good vitamin D. But anyways, all right, I will hopefully be speaking to you all soon. Uh, I don't know if I'll be releasing an episode next week, but stay tuned. I know you guys keep your eyes peeled. So anyway, so thanks for hopping on and I will see you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you.